Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. My co-host is the Athletic Director at Muskego High School. He's Ryan McMillan. We're now joined by, uh, he's my friend. I do miss him. I miss him a lot. And he is uh, the Athletic Director and Head Football Coach at Paradise High School in Paradise, Texas. But man, he's a cheesehead. I don't care what happens. He can stay in Texas the rest of his life. He is a cheesehead. He is Joe Cook. Hey, Coach, how you been, brother? Oh, uh, good. Thanks a lot, Mike. Yeah, it's good, yeah. good to talk to you again. Yeah, you bet. Hey, um, so Ryan is, you know, he was the head. When you were here, he's a head football coach at Oconomowoc, and we had him in studio, right. and when he left, we both looked at each other and said, man, this is a good dude. I like him a yeah. lot. Wanakee mm-hmm. kind of guy, and he really gets it. And now he's the athletic director at Muskego, um, I, I, I appreciate his willingness to lead and be able to tell you what how he's feeling and what he really thinks, and, and I like that. And that was my last co-host as well, and that was you. And so <laughs> the athletic director in Paradise, Texas, you guys are taking a whole different approach. Here in Wisconsin, they're going to they push everything back. They're going to start it on time, but they've given schools a, an alternative. So if they don't want to play in the fall, they can play in the spring, and there, there's a light. It's a little bit muddy, a little bit, but there is a plan B in case schools need it. Let's talk a little mm-hmm. bit about what's going on in Paradise, Texas, and Texas overall. You guys are you ready to get going, right? Oh yeah, yeah. We've uh, we've been practicing all summer down here. You can. They actually made accommodations, uh, allow us to practice uh, an hour with your football team every day, uh, five days a week through the summer, and <laughs> and then uh, two weeks ago we started two days on, on normal August third and. And uh, so we've been going full full tilt, and uh, you know, obviously we take you know the precautions like everybody else when the kids enter any building and stuff like that. They have a you know face guard or face mask of some type. But um, you know, once we started exercising, you know, we're we're normal, we're normal. So um, you know, yeah, it really hasn't 
uh, we've had no problems, you know, at least not in paradise. Uh, we're in the rural area, so it's really, there's not been much of anything. And uh, so, yeah, we've been going that hard all summer and for the last two weeks, and we haven't had any problems. Hey, uh, Ryan, I'm sure that uh, you've got a question or two for, for Joe. Um, but think about this. They have, and Joe, so you're saying you've not had any kids test positive? Yeah, we've had none. Yeah, so we're, and again, now I, I don't know that, I mean, there may be, um, you know, some kids who haven't are asymptomatic. Um, but if they were, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, nobody knows. Nobody's had any, like I said, uh, you wouldn't know, and it's not affected any of the coaches, the adults, or anything like that. So, yeah, none of my coaches have, got, have been sick. And, um, you know, so, uh, no, it's been, it's been good. And I, I don't doubt anything. I'm not going to uh, put down. I mean, we, you know, we, we're not uh, sticking our nose up at anybody. We're, you know, we're being smart. You know what I mean? We're sure. trying to keep our distance. We do films. We break things down into smaller groups now and things like that. So we're not so crowded when we're indoors. But fortunately, you know, we have, in ours, our weight room, we have two big, huge garage doors. We keep those open. And so we really don't have much problem. And, uh, but no, we haven't had any problems. And uh, none of the schools around us, we, had, we just had our, what we call our, it's our DEC meeting. We have a district uh, meeting that we do with all the coaches. And uh, before the season starts, we go over all the bylaws and that. And, and um, not one school has had a problem yet in our district. Hey, Ryan, your, your thought on that? Uh, one, I think that's awesome. Uh, and first off, Coach, it's good to hear you're doing well and uh, enjoying life down there in the South. Um, yeah, I do have two. Two. First is is one. Can you speak to? I saw it on the social media, so I don't. I can't validate if it's real or not. So I, I'd like to yeah. to see if you have any insight in the Texas high school all sport data that came out, and then. Um, where they talked about like it was point zero four percent got COVID with across that whole state. If that's accurate, or not, has been sent to you at your school and and shed some light on that. And then two, from a football specific standpoint, can you shed some light for all the coaches that are listening today on how you've broken down and totally restructured your practices if you if you have or if you haven't well i mean as far as yeah the first thing as far as breaking out our practices now we just um you know we tell you know the kids have to come they have to bring their own water and i'm, I'm sure you're doing the same but that's the biggest thing we're just trying to keep uh from kids swatting you drinking out of the same pots and all that so uh no they bring their own water um we have our trainers um they they wear masks and they'll they'll have water bottles and they spray it right into the player's face mask during practice. So we don't have to stop and have as many water breaks to keep it going. Cause we practice, you know, this week it was 109 yesterday and 107 the day before. And oh, down here, the kids don't blink at it. We go a full three hours and we go hard, you know, we're in full pads and get after it. And uh, so they don't blink, but you got to have water obviously, you know, so, but yeah, so to avoid that going back and, you know, we used to have water cows and all that, you know, but now we've, now what we do is we used to have coolers and the trainers, if a person has, if one of the players has a, their own bottle on a water break, they can't touch the water cooler. Only the one manager can. The manager will fill up that person's cooler. The manager won't touch their water bottle, so the player will just hold it out and they'll pour it in. Uh, but we found it more effective just to have the girls take the bottles around and just spray right into the player's face from a certain distance. You know what I mean? And uh, and that's worked really well. And uh, but otherwise, yeah, we do have. We have one that's 109. We'll we'll take a five minute break there in the middle and. 
and the kids will, uh, like I said, they'll take their water bottles and or jugs and they'll bring them over, and then one gal who's responsible for the water will fill it up. So that way, if, if anything did ever happen, you could trace things. But uh, like I said, well, you know, balls and stuff like that. You know, we equipment. We try to clean the equipment after it's done. We'll spray it down and let that sit overnight. But uh, uh, to be honest, it really, it's not as bad as everybody thinks as far as um, the procedures. I think there's that fear factor and. Everybody's thinking, oh, my gosh, a ton of work, and so did I. I'm like, you being the AD and all that, you're stressing about all the different things. But to be honest, once you get after I mean, it's kind of, well, I mean, to be honest, it's kind of hypocritical. I mean, you're, you're worried about all these kids wearing a face mask into a building, and in about 15 minutes they're outside just nailing the heck out of each other, you know, sweating and spitting <laughs> right. all over each other. So, the, uh, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, <laughs> I guess rationalize all that. But, uh, no, we've had no problems. So it's uh it's so as we've gone on, I wouldn't say we've got more relaxed, but I think the the fear you know is kind of is left everybody. Nobody's worried. We 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 do what you're supposed to do, but we're no nobody's longer has anything to hang over their head. They don't worry about it, you know. So, um, you know, and I know they talked about for the state the positivity rate. I think in Texas was, I think one out of every four people have tested right now is positive. Um, doesn't mean they're showing symptoms, but uh, in our our county. Um, we've had a very, very low. So, uh, like I said, we're out in the rural area. So the schools and the big schools, the big 6A and 5A there in the city, you know, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, all that, they obviously probably have a little more concern. But I've talked to coaches in Dallas in the big schools, and uh, they've, you know, worked with the kids all summer too. And uh, they've had a few kids who tested, um, and it really wasn't, they tested positive, but they didn't have any symptoms, but they were exposed to somebody who did. So, um, you know, it seems like uh, in the inner city where the, uh, you know, where the kids are a little bit poorer and, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, it's not so much they show the effects, but maybe the grandparents and stuff who have diabetes, things like that, you know. Yeah. Hey, um, Joe, I, I uh, love the fact that, that you guys are, are, look, we're getting after it and that's how we kind of do things here in Texas. Later in the show, we're going to have Mark, Mike Bartholomew on. Bart's going to be on. And in Nevada, they've already done, they've moved every fall sport. They're already doing that in the spring. And, and he said, look, our governor is kind of lockstep with the guy in California. So when the guy in California did it, our guy did it. Yeah. And so right. a whole different approach. And the approach here in Wisconsin was we're going to go in the fall, but we have this plan B in case it's needed. So right. three totally right. different different options. Hey, how is, uh, how's your son, how's Tommy doing? Oh, he's doing great. Yeah, he's my, my DC and he's doing a better job than I am as an OC, but no, he's really, he's doing really good. And, uh, good. you know, he's doing really well. And, uh, no, we, we love down here. We know, don't get me wrong. We, we miss Wisconsin. I mean, you know, like I said, always be a cheesehead, big Packer fan and hoping the Bucks can get out of their slump here and, uh, you know, kind of wake up here for the playoffs. But, uh, yeah, that, that'll no, be good. so yeah, no, yeah. So I, I, don't get me wrong. I still love to hate the Cowboys down here. So that's always Atta good boy. for a battle every, every week, you know, so yeah, it's good. Man. But, we uh, will con- uh, we'll continue to reach out, Joe, um, throughout the year, and uh, it's mm-hmm. always good to have you on airwaves here at, at 105.7 FM, The Fan. If you want to follow Joe, it's at Coach Joe Cook, his Twitter feed, and um, everything you need to know about him is right on his, uh, right here, John 1513. John 1513. John 1513, because you, you look that up, and it's all about friendships and what friends mean to you. Now, the rest of it, that's up to you. My favorite part is slide down a little bit till you get to uh, where this guy is trying to go. He's going to go out and go uh, 
I guess he's going surfing. And it, uh, he retweeted this on July 18th and said, this is the kick. Guy said, here's our kickoff team. To go on there and look at that. That's one of the funnier things I've ever seen in All my right. life. I'll so, do that. Yep. I'll Joe that. Cook, Matt, I appreciate your time, Joe. And, and again, uh, you can follow him as he's the athletic director now. So all of a sudden you go on his tweet on his Twitter and it's all about, you know, girls volleyball and, you know, <laughs> golf. And he, he didn't even know that Oak Creek had a girls volleyball team when yeah. he was at Oak Creek. Yeah. The good old days, you know, McMillan as the AD, he's got to be, he's got to show love to everybody now. Yeah. Yeah. It's- Trust me, I, I like the football part more than the AD part, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, McMillan, he just said before you came on, he said, be honest with you, I wouldn't mind getting back to the sidelines. Those days were much yep. easier. So, yeah, hey, right. Joe, thank you so much, man. Say hi to everybody for me and your grandkids are as beautiful as ever. Okay, I, It's good it, catching yeah, up. We'll talk to you, Coach. Okay, bye-bye. You got it, thanks. Take care, and Coach. He, man, he is just the best. Ryan, he just makes me laugh. When I'm when I'm on you know on his Twitter thing and he's uh, talking about the girls volleyball program and the boys golf program, I know Joe Cook. He doesn't care at all about those programs. He just wants to know when football is kicking off. But as the AD, as you know, he's got to do that stuff. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, Dan Brunner, executive director for the WFCA, will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ron McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. We're now joined by the executive director of the WFCA. He is Dan Brunner. Hey, Dan, how you doing? Good, Mike. Uh, good. good to hear you, Ryan. Hey, hey hear you Dan, too. did you uh, hear the last segment with Joe Cook? So in Paradise, Texas, they've been doing two-a-days. They, they're, they're full bore ahead. Um, and I guess that's the way Texas feels about high school football, I guess. And they're, uh, they're going at it. Um, yeah. your feeling on taking that approach of just, you know what, let's stand time and let's get, let's get after this thing. The, the Joe Cook approach. I like that. He, he uh, lo- oh, can you hear it in his voice? He oh loved it. God. Yeah. I, 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 I love Joe. I mean, he, I do too. He just, we miss him big time around here. Uh, but man, that was just so typical Joe, Joe Cook. And, uh, I like that. Uh, you know, I think we have a lot of coaches who are of that same mindset. Um, you know, and, and like Ryan's alluded to, I mean, you know, football coaches are really good at adapting to the situation, and they'll do, you know, whatever it takes to make uh, make things work. And, and I love the quote Dave Anderson had at the meeting that he got from Dave McLean years ago when he was coaching with him. You know, where abuse leads to restrictions, and you know, and and so our our coaches, you know, 99.9% of them are good at following the rules and the guidelines and doing whatever it takes to make something work and to avoid having more restrictions placed on them. Hey, um, Dan, uh, Ryan uh, was talking a little bit after we had weighed on, and, and, you know, he said, the only thing that I wish 
that we would have done is kind of kept that alternative in our back pocket, the alternative schedule, and said, okay, here's what here's what we're doing, and we're going to forge ahead, and then let's see if there's issues. If there is, then we'll take this out of our back pocket. Your feeling on that? Yeah, you know, I've got mixed emotions on that because, you know, my the initial thought is I wish we were all in this together and we were all giving it a shot in the fall. Um, and again, that goes, <clears throat> excuse me, that goes to the uh, leadership aspect of uh, the people in charge making those decisions, sometimes taking the path of least resistance. And if we were all in it together in the fall and we could use that as alternate as a backup plan, <clears throat> excuse me, then, uh, you know, I, I, I like that. But because we're not all in it in the fall, I think the WIAA was forced uh, into that decision, uh, you know, and I applaud them for at least doing that and, and setting some guidelines. And, okay, now we just we got to work with the hand that's dealt it to us. But I, I feel for those spring sports coaches because a lot of those guys are also football coaches. You know, we got a lot of, a lot of football yeah. coaches, head and assistant, that are also either a head or an assistant coach in baseball or track, or uh, golf, you know, so it's putting them in a precarious situation. Hey, um, Dan Ryan also, and, and I don't need to speak for him because he's on the phone, he can speak for himself, but when he when he said, look, I wish somehow we could have taken football out of the equation, you know, because it seems like that's the part, well, this is a high school football coaches show, so I, you know, I'm concentrated on the football side, he said, but, you know, that... Everybody thinks that we're only looking at football, and you're the, you know, you're with the WFCA, and you're a former football coach. But I feel for him, and I think he's right on that. If we're able to separate all these, everything else, let's take care of all this, and then let's let's get to football over here, rather than having everybody think that football is driving the whole boat on this thing. Because I don't think I, it is. I think people are concentrating no. on other sports as well. I do too, and and, and I agree. Um, from uh, an administrative standpoint, you know, the party line is always, you know, we're all in this together, everything is equal. And that's not really, I mean, when it comes down to it, you know, in the fall, you know, I'm very, very it is. partial. You know, football is king. And it's like that, that, I agree with Ryan, you know, all those other things could probably get going and, and you know, just get after it and then, Try to deal with football separately. Hey, Ryan, with uh, talking to Dan, obviously, um, you know, the executive director of the WFCA, and, and when he said, look, if we could have gotten everybody in together, then I would certainly agree with Ryan, let's forge ahead. You're feeling on what he said because we, did, we, we didn't have everybody all together. We're going to have to do this plan B to make sure that everybody has that option. And they did what they had to do um, based on the the political lay of the land across their whole state. And again, they're at the end of the day, WIA wants to provide for education-based athletics, and right. therefore they're devising a plan um, to do that statewide. Now, the one thing I would say to that is even those that have been saying they're going spring all along um, – 
there is plenty of resources across our state that if you would like to reconsider or you would like to know you know from a ground-based field research level in our own state and in our high school settings what can be done how it can be done and how is it going I think we have enough of those assets and, and people across the state to help um, get those one school administrators to a better spot and and two um, helping especially like the rural schools that don't have the 12 month AD on staff that's you know kind of charged and in, in leading some of this stuff for coaches on campus all the time and coming from the outside help those school administrators feel better about the decision even if you're virtual uh, getting your co-curricular started because it's smaller numbers and easier to manage uh, and, and continue to connect kids uh, back to the classroom and I think if we start reaching out and start asking the right questions and start getting the right people together we could still even get there number one statewide and, and help some of those that that initially thought spring was the answer that start now and maybe we can have the spring as a backup but there's other influences there too that I recognize and certain counties like Dane County have gotten pushed but I can tell you there is one school district over in Dane County that reached a bunch of questions and said are you willing to share and I said 100% yes and we shared everything we had with them and and now they're off and moving and they got some face-to-face -face, uh, programming going on and and they're they're probably one of the only school districts over there that voted to start at least a, a segment of their k-12 face-to-face -face in the fall and uh they're doing okay and and they're they're moving forward and they're mitigating and they're managing and and that's all you can ask and, and they're doing it civically responsibly and um you know that's that's my whole point is we got a lot of people that can help those that that are in a tough spot and, and don't, don't best and yeah. each other and yeah that's you know what? That that's a really good uh, good thing, and I'm wondering if that that area is Wanakee. But I'll ask you that. You know that last segment that you and I have together, Ryan. Hey Dan, before we let you go, I was encouraged when we talked yesterday, when you said, "Look, I I asked you what you think percentage-wise of schools that are going to play in the fall compared to schools that are going to just opt to play in the spring," and you, and you said, "Look, maybe I'm I'm I'm." you know, really excited and maybe I'm, I'm way overboard on this, but 70 to 75% is how I'm feeling right now. Are you, you're still feeling that optimistic that, that the schools will 75% will try to play in the fall? Well, you know, after we talked, you know, then we got kind of got hit with that, uh, that kind of a bombshell from the Appleton area where the Appleton Green Bay said, you know, it's like just out of the blue, they're, when the plan came out, they want to go to the spring. And again, you know, I just want to emphasize, reemphasize what Ryan just said. You know, if we could get Ryan out in front of some of these uh, people that are making those decisions in those various pockets of the state that have kind of made this a political thing, and just if we could just take that out of there and see. What is working in Muskego? What is working in these other areas that have been successful? You know, I talked to Bill Young the other day. They've been doing their, haven't had one instance of any uh, problems in their summer conditioning and, and contact day workouts 
And if we could just get, you know, Dane County and the big, they, they, I just felt they pulled the pin so early. And if they would just look at things, and again, it all goes back to Dr. McGuine. Listen to his uh, presentation at that Board of Control meeting and, you know, weigh the pluses and minuses. And, and you know, just like Joe Cook says, let's get after it. <laughs> we need somewhere in between <laughs> Joe Cook and, and uh, you know, the other coaches in the state here that can do this stuff responsibly and get yeah, going. Yeah, I the agree. Ball. I agree. And you know what I agree most in? You, you get a guy uh, like Ryan McMillan out in front of some of these people or on the phone with them because he's willing to share. He's willing to say, look, we this is what we're doing. This is how we're doing it. This is this is how it worked. Here are the, maybe some mistakes we made in the beginning. Here's what I would avoid if I were you. But he's willing to, to, to share. And, and some of the people like that have pulled the plug so early, like you said, I just don't I don't get it. Hey, Dan, thank you very much. Um, if, yeah. if you need to get a hold of Ryan, I'm sure you've got his number. But if I can yeah. help you with, with that, I might be his agent after this show. Just yeah. so you know. <laughs> so Anything? there might be a... Yeah, there might be a 10% fee, you know, so to get to Ryan, you got to come through me from now on is what I'm thinking. <laughs> he is Dan Brunner, Executive Director from the WFCA. Other side of the break, Mike Bartholomew from Nevada. He's coming on. Total opposite of what Joe Cook talked about in Texas. That's what you're going to hear from Mike on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan, I'm Mike McGivern. My co-host is Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. You know, we had Joe Cook on because loved having him on the air, and so I've reached out to another guy I loved having on the air when he was here, but uh, he hated the winners, man, and now he's he is in Nevada. Mike Bar- Bartholomew, hey, Coach, before we get to this, I'd, I've not talked to you in person, wanted to... Uh, See how sorry I am for the loss uh, in your family and your dad. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, 2020 can, man, I can't say it on the air, but it's not been my favorite for sure. How no, you doing, it, Mike? It, it, I, I'm doing great. And I appreciate the sympathy for my dad, but uh, he's in heaven where he always wanted to be. Um, so that to, to make a positive out of a negative, that's what it certainly is. But you're right. 2020 has not been a banner year for anybody, I don't think. No, April 2nd, as you know, because you sent me a beautiful text. My, my, we lost my mom, and and uh, boy, then you, then your dad and and another friend of mine, Coach Wallersheim from basketball coach of Martin Luther, lost his mom about a week ago, ten days ago, and just boy, I just I can't wait for uh, January 1st to be honest with you. So, Coach, we um. You know, talk to Joe Cook, and you know, I don't know if you know exactly what's going on here in the state of Wisconsin, um, but talking to Cook, Paradise, Texas, they have been practicing. They've been doing two-a-days. They are full bore, straight ahead. We're going to play. Here in Wisconsin, it's, yeah, we're going to try to play. We're pushing it back, but we have a plan B. If you can't play in the fall, we're going to let you play in the spring. So there's some options. In Nevada, where you are, there's there's nothing in the fall. Everything's moved to spring, correct? Yes, everything is. Uh, what they did was they moved 
even winter sports back, winter sports are going to be, and, I, and I'm giving the, I'm giving you approximates here, but winter sports are essentially January one to February fifteenth. Uh, then fall is middle of February to, I believe, the like the first week in April, and then the spring sports get gets April and May, I believe. Boy, so everybody gets an abbreviated schedule. What uh, what's your feeling on that? They they pull it kind of quick. Did they? Yeah. When, I, when, I, when, when, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, yes, they did. I, I you know, and, and and I guess from a fallback position, at least we have the potential to play um, in February. And and you know, the February in Nevada is much different than the February in Wisconsin, um, uh, by far. Um, but you know, I mean, there's no guarantee we're going to play in February. Right. You know, I mean, it's just ridiculous, you know, uh, cause I, I, I think what Texas is doing and you saw in, in a neighbor state of ours, Utah, they started games last night and they've been going full bore all the way through. Um, you know, so I, I think it, it was, they, we could, we could have all done it had we had the, um, the resolve to be able to work through this, this virus. Um, because, you know, again, the, the, the intention was initially to flatten the curve and then all of a sudden the, the end game changed and now it's, they're waiting for a vaccine, which is ridiculous, but you know, uh, but that's, that's kind of where we're at right now. Oh boy. Ryan, uh, you're feeling on that. They, they've pushed everything and, and like, Mike said, "There's. Does that mean we are going to play in February? Who knows at this point, right? Right. Yeah, yeah I, I think the, the hard part that oh. I. Go ahead, Ryan. Thanks, Mike. I think the the hard part about Mike's situation in Nevada for me is I sit there again, the at risk kids, uh, the poverty kids." And all those 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 kids that are just being cut loose to the world right now, and how are they helping? And how is the school systems helping those kids? In my opinion, you're failing them. Um, achievement gaps, if you will, and that's that's not what you want to be doing in the the world of education. A hundred percent. Because I'm telling you, though, from the at the higher levels, it's not about educating kids anymore. I hate to say it, and I, and I guess I can say it now because I'm retired. Um, but the the longer I, I stayed in education, the less you see that there's really, you know, at least from the political part of this, there's not a lot of concern for the kids. That that's my personal opinion. That I'm not speaking on a, in an official capacity representing anybody, but that is my personal opinion. Boy, that's sad, Mike. I know. Oh, I, that I, is I sad. Agree. And, and, you know, look, and I know this is coming from just you, from Mike Bartholomew. Your wife is in education, and yeah. we don't have her on the air to give us what her viewpoint is. But, you know, I'm sure that she thinks that that would be, if that's how she's ever thought, I'm sure she thinks, man, that's that it would be sad that he thinks that way. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping that that. We can figure this thing out uh, a lot sooner than later because the whole political side of it for me, and I stay out of that when I'm on the air here, I uh, 
I hope that that has nothing to do with some of the decisions that some of the people are making with this, Mike. Um, and I, my wife's school did go, they did start on Wednesday, um, in-person instruction, you know, with the masks and all the protocols. So my, my wife is pretty much of the same opinion that I am. Yeah. But, and, and yeah, and and, and you hope that, but you know, I, I don't know. Actions speak louder than words. Yes, they do. Hey, Michael, thank you. I really appreciate a couple minutes of your time. I apologize for getting a little late to you, but when you got Cook and, and Dan Brunner trying to get those guys on time, that's that's hard, man. That <laughs> yeah, is hard. <laughs> hey, you, you are really missed uh, up here. We talk about you a lot. Um, a lot of people are still uh, thinking one day you're going to come back here, and I keep looking at you on Facebook, and I, I don't see it happening, there's, Coach. There's not a chance of that taking place. Not a chance. <laughs> Too much humidity well, yeah. and too much cold. Not a chance. <laughs> hey, a lot more people back here love you than than do in Nevada. Just so you know. That's true, but but I, I'm, I'm telling you, it's supposed to be like 112 today. I, I, there's no way I'd come back after this. I I mean, this weather is fantastic. Love it. <laughs> well, the, the Badgers call with a uh, head coaching job. You're moving back. That's a lot of uh, money. You're moving back. Hey, trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. there's a couple things that could happen hey bart thank you so much i really appreciate it hey and i'll be in touch because we love having you on and and anything i can do for you let me know take care hey when you guys get out here touch base with me i i I always need an excuse to get down to the strip there you go you know what mcmillan and i want to come out in the middle of winter and play some golf out there so hey that's uh that that we can arrange that's not there you go Excellent. Bart, thanks a lot. That's Mike Bartholomew. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Ryan and I will close this up, and I have some questions uh, for him. And I'm going to start with how they're going to do the scheduling. You know, do they just go to week three, and and is it Waukesha South at Muskego? And we'll ask Ryan about that on the other side of the break. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, Ryan, I'll tell you what. I have not had a show that I've done in a while that where my phone is blown up like it has today with with coaches from, from baseball and basketball and certainly football and just, you know, asking questions or saying, man, this has been a really good show. So I appreciate you know, your willingness to, again, be my co-host on this and, and your willingness to step out and say, look, I'm I'm not shying away from what I feel and, and how I think we should be be doing this thing. And, and uh, you know, that's why you're such a good football coach because people want to follow you and you're a good leader. Hey, let me ask you this. Um, the schedule uh, that is going to come out, and I don't know if, if, if you just go to, to what would have been week three, um, you know, you take off the – Wisconsin Rapids game and the, the Kenosha Bradford game and you go right to week three and that's going to be actually week one or will there be some some adjustments to that uh yeah there's definitely some adjustments we uh Rapids and Bradford are obviously off the table um, 
Um, we had to cancel our scrimmage as well. And then the conference, I believe, and I hope I'm saying this correctly, but basically we took weeks, what would that be, three and four, and moved them right. to the to the end, which would essentially turn into now weeks, you know, six and seven. Okay, schedule. so you guys you guys would, would start out at home against Oconomowoc then, is the way that looks like to me. I believe so. It's it's changed a couple times over, over the last uh, two weeks, but we uh, we did it because it was it was it helped the officiating world in terms okay. of keeping the same spot across all conferences and really across our county and kind of the area. And uh, by doing so, we've kind of helped everybody be able to navigate uh, the adjustment of the the season dates. And I can't imagine to any of the coaches in this in your conference anyway, they whatever you know what if that's going to make it this thing run a little smoother, that's going to help them. Fine. I just want to get back on the field. I just want to get back coaching, and our boys are getting, you know, they want to get going. And the reason I ask that is on Thursday night lights for you know my 24, we're going back and forth, going okay. Does anybody have an exact schedule? So we, we had to obviously tear up, rip up what we had. And so now we're like, okay, let's let's take a look at this. And what about this? And if they're going to the spring, then we're going to do this. So we're going to have to be, as you and I were texting back and forth, we're going to have to be pretty nimble from our end, too, to make sure we, we get the best schedule we can for Thursday Night Lights. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I do believe all of our stuff has now since just in this past few days has all been loaded up into to our school and is now public. And I know I know Catholic Memorial released their schedule out on uh, on Twitter the other day in the world. And um, so, yeah, it, it's out there, and, and I think things are set. And now we just got to hope that... Uh, uh, schools and educators and, and coaches and district school boards in particular uh, believe in kids and families speak up for their kids and if they want to accept the risk of playing know so that we can get uh, get these education-based athletics moving forward and, and keep kids active and, and get the games going because the only way they don't happen is if is if people quit and uh, bail out yeah I, I definitely and and I hope that that doesn't happen. And when you you know you talk to Dan Brunner and he's like, look, out of the blue, you know, we have this meeting and you know everybody's kind of okay. This here's our two alternatives. And out of the blue, up in the valley, they go, yep, we're going spring. He goes, nobody knew that was coming, and they didn't do anything to say, okay, let's talk about that. As far as the WFCA and the WIAA. They waited for that meeting and then just said, okay, yeah, thanks for the info. We're done, and we're moving to the spring. I mean, I don't know if they didn't listen to, to Dr. McGuinn or they had this already set that they were going to make these changes before that meeting, and this is where we're going. And I think for next week, I'm going to try to get a hold of some people up in that area. Uh, I'm sure Steve... I'm sure the head coach Kimberly would like to come on and talk about it, right? I think he would probably be up Absolutely. to that, that area. And I'm sure Steve would come on and say, I, let me tell you why we're doing it or or why they're doing it and why I agree or disagree. But, boy, that's, you know, when, when Dan Brunner says that was a huge surprise, never heard about it, 
never saw that coming. So the numbers he had given me yesterday that he thought 70 to 75 percent would be playing in the fall, he said, man, th- those were my numbers until I heard what happened up in the Green Bay in the Valley. So, you know, I've got a feeling, Ryan, that after this this show, um, you're going to get some calls or people are going to call me to try to get your phone number to, to say, hey, look, you said this. Can I ask you how you guys did this or how you did that? So you you let Mrs. McMillan know that you might be busy here in the next two days with phone calls. Yeah, I'm okay with that because the phone hasn't stopped ringing. You know, mm-hmm. we uh, we got three days in, uh, in June, real early June, kind of to ourselves, and the rest of the summer has been on call <laughs> 24-7. So I'm... Uh, I'm okay with it because, again, at the end of the day, then we're doing right by kids and we're trying to help our kids. You brought up an important point about the why, and you heard the commissioner of the SEC at the college level say, I- I'm curious to learn the why behind the Big Ten and the Pac-12's decision. What? And, again, I'm curious to learn the why behind Green Bay and Appleton and lacrosse. You know, what is your strategy why? And what data do you have to back it up? And and then what are your families saying? And have you asked your families? And and have you given your constituents a voice in the process? Um, And if they come back with, you know, the the state has shut us down or our county has shut us down and and things like that, well, to an extent, but I also saw in Dane County, the county say don't do anything. And I saw communities, families and parents and and everything else rise up and say, no, this is what we need to do for our kids, and this is what we believe in. Please start something. And uh, they were able to get off the ground and get going because the other hard part about this whole thing is we have guidelines and we all need to be civically responsible, but the other hard part is people can kind of do whatever they want, and, and we don't want to be we don't want to be reckless, but we also don't want to shut it down. We want to sit right in the middle, right where... The, the politics don't want us to be, that's where we want to be. And be responsible. And, um, well, we're I'm, getting uh, there. Uh, you know, you're one of the best uh, senior players in the state of Wisconsin, Muskego, Hunter Wolo. He, uh, he said at WIAA, this is August 10th, he said this has gone on too long. Nobody realizes that high schoolers live for Friday nights or Saturday mornings. We need this to keep us sane, especially the seniors. We don't want to go out on a note like this. Hashtag let us play. It's well written from a kid that's going to play at a really high level. So, hey, Ryan, I, I can't thank you enough. I, I just, uh, I forgot, because we don't talk a ton, you and I. Every once in a while we'll reach out, but to have you on a show like this at this time um, is really important, and, and I really appreciate your willingness to just be open and honest with what you feel and what you're thinking. Hey, that school that reached out that was in the Madison area, was that Wanakee by any chance? I cannot confirm nor deny that, but uh, I will say approved in-person education for their uh, uh, K through four kids. And um, they are they are moving forward with some of their uh, co-curricular stuff and summer school, some of those things. So it uh, what? they're getting there. Hey, look, um, I appreciate your servant leadership part and your willingness to help out. You help out. He is Ryan McMillan, the athletic director at Muskego. I'm Mike McGiver and the Fans Insider. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a great show. I appreciate everybody who's been reaching out during the show. Thank you for that. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented. 
by your local pick and save stores on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.